Weekly, you know, just a podcast where we talk about the yeah. Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, no longer weekly, unfortunately. But we just talk about the Nuggets. Our season has sadly come to an end. It was a good run. It was a good run. I enjoyed the season a lot. It was great playoffs. Um, but we just had to deal with the two best players on a team right now. Yep. Um, and deal with the refs. Even though I don't really blame the refs that much but i mean i think the refs were pretty atrocious but even if the refs were good we probably would have lost in five the so. thing is the refs are always bad against the nuggets it's not like a new thing where they were just bad in this series against yeah. the lakers and against the clippers they were bad against us against the jazz we never got free for us in the bubble so it's true but that's an issue for another time either way we will talk about the series a little bit talk about our feelings about it um and everything there and then kind of get into our finals predictions and then go into a season in review um so just go overall what your thoughts were about the five game series obviously game two was close and tragically lost that one game three we won go into it a little bit how you felt i think I just think we played the better team, to be honest. I think the I think we actually played pretty well. Jokic played well. Jamal played very well. Um, I even like how MPJ played, to be honest. So um, it's just it's just tough. Um, they're the best team. They're going to win the finals. We'll get. We'll, we're going to talk about that later. But I think anyone who's listening to this knows that. So I can't be too like upset or like critical. I think they played pretty decently, and they. Com- they competed in every game so yeah i mean i was already super excited because they already surpassed my expectations like we talked about in the last one we just wanted them to complete against the clippers they beat the clippers so to even get to the lakers and play them in the uh, western conference finals was already amazing um like you said i think um except for game one but in game one usually except for the utah series we always got blown out um yeah. just because we were tired and the mixture of learning the new team um, and just new schemes that you're going to have to play, the new players, new ways to attack. Um, game one's always a bad feel-out game for us, especially if you're coming off a 3-1 series win. Uh, but game two, in my opinion, is when we really lost it, and I think that's when I knew it was over yeah. because it was we were down 10 the whole time, and then the fourth quarter they started pulling that nugget magic that we were so accustomed to in this bubble, and then... You know, it's a back and forth between Jokic and AD. Jokic gets the go-ahead, we think. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is just not let them hit a three. Yep. And Plumlee just fucks up his rotation because he thinks Jeremy's going to switch on to AD. But why would Jeremy switch off of LeBron? Because he's not going to. Exactly. Um, and then AD gets that open shot and he wins. And that's when I knew I was like, okay, it's like that's a even though we won the next one, like that I was, was like a, that was a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's a heartbreaker. It's pretty deflating and. It's like it's a huge motivation boost for them, knowing that they didn't blow that. Yeah. Like, cause that would have probably put them on their heels, especially if we ended up winning game three two and we were up two one. Completely different series, but that was a huge momentum shift of the game. That's when I knew it was over. Um, and then going forward, we just tired out. I yeah. think that was the biggest issue. They ran out of gas, especially in game five. They were out of gas. Yeah, I think that was the biggest issue. You could just tell that we were tired and the Lakers were well rested because they won in five games each time. Um, and we had to keep going to seven and coming yeah. back to they, go to seven. They played, the Nuggets played, I think, six, excuse me, um, six games more than the um, 
Lakers yeah. in, in the playoffs before. And Jamal that. was averaging the most minutes in the playoffs. Jokic wasn't too far off from being in. I think he was still in the top five, but he wasn't far off from being top three. LeBron was averaging the lowest minutes he's ever averaged in the playoffs. Like they were very well rested. Our guys were exhausted. I felt terrible for Jamal in Game Five. He looked like he was in yeah. a lot of pain with yeah. his bruise on the foot and his multiple leg issues. Uh, he gave it his all, and I love him for that. Me too. Um, but yeah, it was just it wasn't meant to be, unfortunately. Um, but overall, I think we both. Love this team. Love what they did. This this was my like this was my favorite Nuggets team to watch ever. I, yeah. I loved it. And we get to see we see a bright future coming, so that's good. Um, now we'll talk about the finals going on right now. The Lakers demolished the Heat in Game One. I we both have already said before we thought the Lakers were the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. We thought they were going to win the series. How many games are you giving them now? The after Heat. Seeing, yeah, after they're getting they're getting swept. Okay. Because that's probably fair. I'll still give him one because I think Bam will come back in game three at least. Even even with injury, even if they were fully healthy, I say they get swept. So <laughs> I think the Heat are going to lose in five because I think for some reason the Lakers always win in five. Uh, but yeah, that series is not that great. It was one of the lowest viewed uh, finals uh, in a long time since mm-hmm. I think LeBron's first finals where everyone knew he was going to lose that one because he was playing the Spurs. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty crazy. I mean, granted, they're competing with football and other sports, baseball playoffs and mm-hmm. everything, but yeah, it's not looking so good for NBA ratings right now. <laughs> it's um, a weird year. Like, I like I don't know. I think more people would have watched, actually, if we made it, because people want to see that. Yeah, um, but, people would have been excited for us. And they would have been like, oh, anything could happen, because you don't know with those teams, but you just know LeBron and AD are going to take this, so... It's unfortunate. It could have been us, but maybe next year. Um, but now we'll get into our season review. We're going to talk about um, the players, how they did during the regular season, um, the playoffs. Uh, we won't be talking about a couple players, though. Um, those players are Vladko, because he never played, but he got fucking He ripped. is jacked. We will say that. A-plus for transformation, because I don't know where yeah. the fuck that happened. <laughs> it's crazy. Just go on his Instagram. It he is looks ridiculous. Insane. I swear he took steroids. He I might sw- have. He definitely <laughs> should have got drug tested. Um, he looked. He looks like a fucking like superhero now. He looks He's like so Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> he looks insane. Uh, yeah, A-plus to him for transformation, but we won't talk about him because he never plays. Uh, Kata Bates D up got traded to us um, right when the season basically canceled. He played a little bit um, in those bubble games, but mm-hmm. I liked yeah. what I saw, but not enough to give him anything yeah. for that. He's also a second year player, and I don't see him with us for the yeah. prolonged future. The, the only way that we will see a lot of Latko on the Nuggets ever is knock on wood if Jeremy Grant doesn't resign. Yeah, and a lot of injuries too. Yeah. Um, and then we also won't talk about uh, Noah Vonley because he's gone after this year. He's a free agent. Yeah. He's just basically there to fill in the cap space for the trade and also re- release some cap space this summer. Um, and we won't be talking about Troy Daniels either because he was just a bubble sign-on. And lastly, we won't talk about Bulbul because even though we love Bulbul and we love what we saw in those preseason games in the bubble, they were play. preseason games in the bubble. Yeah. We didn't see him in any real minutes other right. than scrub time. He is the... Um the big unknown of next season yeah so. potential a plus but we can't grade his play because yeah. he played in meaningless games that don't matter so um but we can grade pj dozier who did play um pretty significant minutes you know um in the regular season when jamal went out with his injury so he became the backup point guard mm-hmm. we had to call him up from uh g league um and then even in the playoffs he played some significant minutes um 
in the Clippers series, he played some good defense. Lakers series played some good defense. Yeah. Uh, his season average was 5.8 points, 2.2 assists, uh, 1.9 rebounds, 0.9 turnovers. In playoffs, it went down because obviously he got less minutes. Yeah. 3.2 points, 1 assist, 1.5 rebounds, 0.7 turnovers. Um, so with that, what do you give him for his overall season, how he did? You know what? Considering like his role and the way he's playing I've, and the way he played, I'm going to give him an A. Um, I think he played very well, and he kind of showed us exactly what you want to see from someone who could potentially, and let's be honest, will likely be our backup point guard yeah, within the next forward. two years. Yeah. Um, I saw saw a lot of good. He's huge. He's, he's good. Ginormous. He's a good defender. <laughs> he's a really smart basketball player. Not a very good shooter, but no, that'll get. I'm hoping that'll get better. It got better for Monte, so I could see it getting better for him. Yeah. Um, I give him uh, just because um, for his role, but also like I didn't see a lot out of him as much as I wanted, like minutes wise. I think he has a really good potential to become our backup point guard. For that, I would give him an A. But for just how he did this season, I give him a C plus because he was good, but he wasn't yeah. anything special. But he was good. Um, I think. The things he can improve on are obviously decision-making because he's going to have to be a backup point guard. Um, and also whether that's in get, trying to get assists or trying to know when to score. I think he's obviously a score-first point guard, which is his biggest difference with Monte. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for overall what he did um, in the playoffs and uh, in the regular season, C-plus for him because he didn't do bad, but he didn't do anything, you know, obviously kind of amazing. I think his defense has some really good potential too yeah the defense was really good when he came in i think it was that laker game um i think it was the game two we lost he came in and he made a difference to even put us in that lead but you know obviously yeah mason plumley blew it and he also and pj in that game i will say he missed like four free throws yeah so i mean that's an issue with this whole team to be honest. yeah um and then uh so that's for pj Next, we'll go on to the next guy on the bench who plays significant minutes, Torrey Craig. Um, Torrey had 5.4 points in the regular season, uh, 0.8 assists, 3.3 rebounds, 0.4 turnovers. Playoffs, he went to 4.5 points, 0.7 assists, 3.3 rebounds still, and then 0.5 turnovers. Same consistency. <laughs> like, it's the He's same. The same. Uh, he had less points, but he had less minutes. He was also guarding more people. Um, what is your rating for Tory and how he did? So that is like what you said right there is like the epitome of what I see a Tory Craig is. He is who he is, and you can't expect much from him. Yeah. Um, he got torched by Donovan Mitchell. Um, did he got absolutely torched? Um, I'm gonna give Tory Craig a C because that's exactly what he is to me. He is just average. Yeah. Um. So and he and below average at shooting. So I'm gonna give him a C. I'm glad he was on the team. We definitely needed him, especially while Gary Harris was out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, he. I. I imagine that this next season will be his last season on the Nuggets. But well, we'll I see. mean, he's a free agent this season. Isn't he restricted though? Yeah, he's restricted. Okay. So we could keep him, but if we don't want to match his whatever he gets offered, we don't. Okay. So this could be the last. This season. should have been his last season. I think he did an Instagram post that made. That kind of hinted to like it could be his last season because he said thank you Denver thanks yeah. to the organization all this hopefully I think he wants to stay but obviously it depends on other things going on with free agency mainly Jeremy and then other free agents we could get also what his value is on the market is a yeah. bad team willing to give him a lot of money just to do his role of defense which is 
possible. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, I mean Tori, he's also 29, about to be 30, so that probably hurts his value as well. And I yeah. think he knows that. For um, sure. I gave him same kind of as you. I just gave him a C plus because he was very beneficial when Barn got hurt and Gary gets hurt. He's a very good backup to yeah. start. Um, he's you, expect, you know what to expect from him. You expect the defense. You expect a couple buckets here and there, and you expect effort. So that's why I give him a C plus. It's not much really else to say about Tori. He is like you said. He is what he is. He's thirty years old. He's not really going to improve from this point on. No. If anything, he's only going to go downhill. Um, he's going to have a net good couple of years, but then after that, he can go downhill. If we did re-sign him, I'd only want to re-sign him for about like two years on a very minimum scale contract. But I would like to bring Tori back because if you went into this thing about let's say we could re-sign Tory, we know what we're getting, or we could re-sign this other guy for more money, but it's a 50-50 chance that he's going to be either really good or a bust in that role. Who are you talking about? Just like in Oh, just anybody? Yeah, but um, let's say he could be like really good or he's going to yeah. be a bust. It's a 50-50. I'd rather go with Tory. Yeah, I mean, Tory's cheaper, Tory's cheaper and exactly, like you said, we know what we're getting from him. So yeah. And he fits in the system. He knows the system. He has no ego. It's great. He's perfect for the team, but you know it might be his last run with us, which is unfortunate if that's the case. Now on to the next guy. We'll talk about Plumley and Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Plumley uh, in the regular season averaged seven point two points, two point five assists, five point two rebounds, one point three turnovers. In the playoffs, he went to two point four points, one point three assists, three point two rebounds, and point six turnovers. Uh, granted, he played a lot less minutes, but Jesus. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mason Plumley? This one's really tough. Okay, so Plumley, I would say that the regular season, this was Plumley's. This was, he had a pretty good season this year. Um, decent, as, decent for Plumley for, for what Plumlee. we've seen from him. That being said, everybody knows how we feel about him. He is an offensive liability, and this, I think everyone saw it in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, and well, especially every, in the Lakers series. Exactly. Anytime he came in, they went on a ten roll. Yeah, and then it also shows, especially with his. Dumbass, the guardian of Anthony Davis. He is also not. Also did that against Kuzma in the bubble game. He yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Kuzma got a. He is not as good a defender as everybody says. Um, now, as far as a grade goes, I'm trying not to be really mean. Yeah. But I'm gonna give him a D plus. That's what I gave him. <laughs> I also gave him a D plus because I think for what he does, he's not a bad backup center. But yeah. for how much we're paying him, D plus. Yeah, seriously. He's like ten million dollars to do nothing out I don't, there. I don't care if we give him the veteran minimum. I do not want him back. I don't want him back either. I'd rather get younger at the position and more athletic. Um, I think he's a little bit overrated, and I think someone's gonna pay him a lot of money because for some reason he's very well loved throughout the league. Yeah. And I don't know why. Everybody's like, wow, Mason Plumley, he really he's, so he's really helping the Nuggets out right like, now. Look like, at his averages. They were bad. He's averaging 5.2 rebounds off of the bench. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> for a backup center, I want yeah. at least like and six or seven. Especially for the minutes he got. Yeah, because he played a lot of minutes. Because Jokic didn't play that many minutes in the regular season. Mm-hmm. He took a lot of time off, especially if we were killing it in games. So yeah. like Exactly. D plus. I ugh, for no, sure. I don't for like sure. Mason Plumley. He gets the plus because he's not terrible. Yep. But he's terrible for what we need him to be for how much we're fucking paying him. So, bad. Bad. <laughs> and I think everyone now agrees with us. I think he finally got exposed in this playoffs he to all Nuggets did. fans. He got exposed. Um, next one. This is a more fun one to talk about. MPJ. Mm. So, I don't know if this counts his bubble games and his regular season stats. I don't think it did. Um, but obviously in the bubble. I think, it, I think 
It did. I don't know because I got these from NBA, um, but I'll read them off. Okay. In the regular season, he had nine. He averaged nine point three points, point eight assists, four point seven rebounds, point nine turnovers. In the playoffs, he went up to eleven point four points, still point eight assists, six point seven rebounds, and one point three turnovers. Again, I don't know if the regular season counts as bubble games, but we all know he was averaging like twenty eight points per game yeah. in the bubble games. Um, he had kind of an explosion, then people started to scout him. But with that being said, um, what are your grade for MPJ and the season he had? Very up and down season. It me. was an, an up and down season. I So as a player, as a player overall, his season for me is a C plus. Um, but I'm gonna give him a B minus mm-hmm. <clears throat> because let's um just point out the elephant in the room he is such a horrible defender it's kind of ridiculous lebron made a point to get him on him every single time um but at the same time he has the length to become a decent defender so i'm sure he'll improve he showed flashes Um, of good defense yes and when he's (laughs) confident he is a bucket yep um and he showed his potential and he shows he showed why everybody said that why Connolly basically said that he is untouchable and he probably will be from this day forward um yeah, I'm gonna give him a B minus. I liked what I saw. Um, I, I liked and I, I saw enough to say that I want him to be our starting small forward next year. Yeah, I also gave him B minus because I think um, if we if we did it right when the season ended, would have gave him like a C. Yeah, <laughs> but we've seen what he did in the bubble in the playoffs. It went up to a B minus because he improved a little bit defensively, not a lot. Yeah. Um, he definitely improved offensively. Started making the buckets that the people were saying he was making in practice. He started cutting a little bit more. Um, I think his biggest issues right now are he's not an adept passer. He's score first only, and I mm-hmm. think he needs to get better at finding people for open shots off of his what he creates because yeah. he creates a lot he, of open he, lanes. Yeah, he for creates people. a lot of attention, but he's like, no, fuck that. I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Um, that's one thing for him. Uh, obviously, defense. He's got to get better. But I think with time, that will come. Same thing with Jamal, as we saw in this playoffs. Yeah. He'll just get to a point where at least he's not getting blown by every play. Um, and I think the last thing is obviously mentality. He has to mature a little bit. He has to get a little bit better yeah. um, about off-court and on-court maturity. And, and I think that will come. He basically in his exit interview after we lost game five he said he knows he has a lot more things to do to become a complete player and he's going to work on it and i believe it because he literally just lives and breathes basketball yeah i don't think he does anything else except for basketball he plays basketball and he parties with monte morris that's all he does exactly (laughs) um so yeah uh good for him i think he's going to get better as he comes but i think definitely b minus but at least he improved from what i was going to originally give him which was a c um, next guy, uh, Monte Morris, he had nine points, uh, 3.5 assists, 1.9 rebounds, 0.7 turnovers in regular season. Playoffs, 9.1 points, 2.7 assists, 1.5 rebounds, 0.5 turnovers. So again, the model of consistency is this man. This, uh, Yeah, this one's an A for me. I love Monte Morris. I think he is like the perfect backup point guard for this team. It sucks because he's really good, so he's probably not going to stay much longer. We're probably going to trade him. I would, I would guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Monte. I'm going to miss him when he's gone. Yeah. I gave him an A minus just cause like it wasn't good enough to be an A just cause he didn't make a huge improvement in the yeah, playoffs. For sure. Um, I would have gave him an A or a plus if he made an improvement in the playoffs. He had a couple good games towards the end, but he was pretty like he's consistent, but he never went above what I think he could do. 
But, I mean, you love him for his consistency. Exactly. Um, but also, um, he's in the A range because when Jamal got hurt in the regular season, he kept us majorly afloat in yeah, the standings. Absolutely. Um, he was starting. He was a great starter. He ran the team efficiently well. He just played his role. He didn't try to do what Jamal was doing. He just did what Monte does. And I love that with Monte. Um, as Phil said, uh, Monte is going to um, be looking for an extension this summer. We're probably not going to give him an extension this summer because we won't be able to really afford him because I'm assuming he's going to want a lot of money because yep. he is the he's basically a starter that's on our bench. Um, and then also, uh, if you got into the free agency the next year, we'd probably lose him for nothing. So I'm assuming the Nuggets are probably going to trade him because we don't want to go into the luxury tax. Um, and the hard luxury tax, we're already in the soft one, but I, we don't want to go into hard luxury tax because I don't think Kroenke wants to pay that. Yeah, um, and we have to pay Jeremy. Um, so I assume that we're going to trade him either at the draft or at the trade deadline at some point. But who knows when it will be. But I'm assuming just like Malik was this year, just like Nurkic was a couple years ago, we're just going to have to get rid of a good talent because we can't afford him. Yeah, so we're too. We're just too deep. We're too deep. We are too good at drafting people. Um, and I think that's the thing that a lot of teams and people in the, uh, who watch the NBA do not understand. Is like this team had so much more talent that we had to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, next one, last guy off the bench, um, definitely the sixth man, Jeremy Grant. Um, in the play in the regular season, he had twelve points, one point two assists, three point five rebounds, uh, 0.9 turnovers. Playoffs, eleven point six points, one point three assists, three point three rebounds. 1.3 turnovers. So based on the stats, you would think he got worse in the playoffs. But he definitely got better. But, I mean, he had to guard Kawhi Leonard yeah. and LeBron James I, for two straight I, series. I honestly, yeah, I love Jeremy in the playoffs. So, yeah. um, what, what would you give him? Because I think it's a pretty easy grade. Yeah, to give I think him. it's an A. Um, I give him A plus. Yeah. Out he, of this world. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, A plus is fair too. I he he was great. He's exactly what we wanted when we tra- gave a first round pickup for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's an he's he's an A A plus. Um, I hope to God we resign him. Yes, I hope to God we resign him too because he's great. He definitely proved he could be the power forward of the future. Um, he's averaging uh, amazing points. Uh, his shot went kind of away in the Clippers series and then started to kind of make its way back in the Lakers series. But he was shooting amazingly well in the Utah series. He was shooting like forty percent from three. Mm-hmm. If he gets consistently with that and he's around like thirty eight to forty percent, that's great. Um, I don't blame him for losing his shot. I assume he was extremely tired in the uh, Clippers sure. series because yeah. he had to guard Kawhi Leonard, and he did an exceptional <laughs> job. And that's why I give him an A+, because I think I, we realized that he has a hot, lot higher of a potential than we thought he did. Yeah, He can become one of the top defenders on our team. And for I sure. didn't even think of that when we traded for him and mm-hmm. when I watched him during the regular season. When I was watching him in the playoffs, I was like, wow, he's actually a lot better at defense than I thought he was. And I think that's just because he got the opportunity to start. Um, and yes, he was a starting small forward, but if he came back, he'd be a starting power forward. I think every Nuggets fan wants to re-sign him, and hopefully we do. Um, I know the Mavericks are interested, the Lakers are interested, but apparently it said that he prefers to stay in Denver. At the value be around 14 to $16 million, which to me is perfect. If we give mm-hmm. him $15 million for three years, totally fine for that. Yeah, it's a great Agreed. deal. Um, and then, like, think of it instead of getting 10 million to Plumley, you're giving 50 million to Jeremy Grant. It's way better. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be very happy the day that he signs. Hopefully, yes. Knock on Knock wood. Knock on wood. Uh, next person, now we're moving into the starters. Um, first starter we're going to talk about is the worst of the starters, in my opinion. We'll talk about Paul Millsap. Yeah. 
Um, he had 11.6 points um, in the uh, regular season, 1.6 assists, 5.7 rebounds, 1.4 turnovers. Um, he was also averaging 43% from three in the regular season. Um, and then in the playoffs, he went to eight points, 1.2 assists, 4.7 rebounds to 1.3 turnovers. And then he went down to 34% from three in the playoffs. What would you give uh, Paul Millsap's grade overall for the season? I'm going to give him a solid B. Um, Paul Millsap is old, and I think everybody knows that, and he's not going to be on the team next year. <clears throat> but we also don't beat Utah without him. We don't beat the Clippers without him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really – he and, like, we needed him in the regular season for sure. Um, he kind of – he helped this team – helped this young team kind of go on their way to becoming – um, contenders to be yeah. honest, honestly. And so I'm going to give him, even though that's obviously not like a season grade, I'm going to give him that credit. So I'm giving him a B. Yeah. I give him a D plus and I know that's kind of harsh. That is pretty harsh, but for how much we were playing him and how he just went away in the playoffs, he did. He was, he was a, he was a non-factor one game against the Clippers. When Marcus Morris got in his face, he was a non-factor. And there was a lot of times where he had a smaller guy on him. And I'm like, you should be able to score this for how much we were paying you. Mm-hmm. Granted, like you said, he's got old. If I'm giving Paul Millsap's whole tenure here, I give it an A. Yeah. He changed the dynamic of the defense. He led these guys to become what they are today with his veteran leadership. He showed that we can sign an aging free agent, which is <laughs> nice. He's still the best free agent Denver has ever gone um, in a long time. Um, so uh, I think his tenure here was great, but I think his time has definitely come to an end Mm -hmm. for how much he's getting paid. I don't know if he'd be willing to take a bench roll, but I don't even think I would want him for a bench roll at this point because I would like it. Like I said earlier with Plumlee, I'd like to get younger and more athletic at that position. I would like like to draft a power forward forward with our first-round pick this year. I'd like to draft a power forward and if not, sign a guy who's kind of a mid-tier veteran, but he's not like old. He's just like, He's not a great guy. Like, he's not an exceptional player. He's yeah. a bench role guy. He knows what his role is, but he's, like, tough, and he knows what he's doing. That would be the best thing. But I would also like to draft a guy in this role um, and hopefully let them play it out. And also, you can let MPG, 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 MPJ play the four um, at certain times, too, next year. And I think that would be a good decision to let MPJ play the four. I think he'd be a great stretch uh, four for us. Um, so that's why I give him a... Uh, D plus love Paul Millsap, but I think he's gone. Yeah. Um, I hear rumors that he might go to the heat. Uh, He could definitely go to the Lakers. If he's trying to ring chase, he could go to a shitty team and get one last big deal. If he wanted to do that, he has a lot of options, but I don't think Denver is one of them anymore. His time's run out here, to be honest, but great tenure for us. Yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, underrate what he did for this team. For sure. Um, next player, who was, I say, the second worst player uh, of the starters is Gary Harris. Uh, 10.4 points, uh, 2.1 assists, 2.9 rebounds, 1.1 turnover in the regular season. Playoffs, 7.4, 1.7, 2 rebounds, 1.5 turnovers. What would you give his overall season for Gary Harris? Gary Harris proved in the playoffs that he is the defense. He is the defense. Um, that being said... I'm going to give him a C plus. Um, he had a really bad regular season. He had a terrible regular season. He was a non-factor offensively. Even in the bubble, he was pretty much a non-factor offensively. Yeah. He had a couple good games. He had here some and there. good games here and there, but um, <clears throat> um, he was a great defender. 
and but his shot has just left him. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I hope he gets it back, but I'm not optimistic. <clears throat> um, but I love Gary. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I we again we would have lost in five to the Jazz yeah. if we didn't they have him. Gary back, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, a, I, I love Gary. I'll give him a C plus. We made we don't make it to the Western Conference Finals without him. True. And I love Gary Harris more than anyone else. I think that's very well known on this podcast. But at the same time, he had a terrible regular season. His shot's gone, like Phil said. He doesn't know how to make a layup anymore. He used to make insane layups. I don't know what happened. Um, he does play great defense. He is the defense of this team. And for that, that's why he's a C- minus and on the Ds. Um, because he's getting paid a lot of fucking money. <laughs> yeah, he's getting paid um, a lot of money. I don't really, I haven't really taken the contracts into account at all. I just take it because I'm like... It's, is, it's the contract season time now. Yeah. You got to think about this stuff. Exactly. He's overpaid. He's overpaid. Um, we paid him because we thought he was going to be one of the best two-way players in the league. Right now, he's just a, basically a 3 and D guy, and the 3 is very iffy. Um, so that's why I give him a C-, minus, just because he is our defense. Because when he comes in, he makes a huge difference. Him and Jeremy being the head of a defense is very good. Um, I would be willing to trade Gary Harris this offseason, maybe packaging him with Morris um, to get better at that position. Mm-hmm. People have said Drew Holiday. I don't want Victor Oladipo. I know people have said that. He's too injury prone to risk that. That's not a good one. Drew Holiday is the only one I would really want um, to replace Gary Harris. But that's something we can talk about on a podcast down the line. Um, But yeah, I give Gary Harris a C-. minus. I think he just needs to find a shot. And then he could go right back up to like a C plus to a B-. minus. He had a season where he averaged 19 points a game. Yeah, like we know he can score. I don't know what happened to him ever since he got these these nagging injuries. He's been doing worse and worse every year. I'm sorry, it was... 18, but still. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it. if you look at his trajectory from three years ago, every year it's gone down, and that's not good, especially since we gave him a contract after he had 18 points. So mm-hmm. it's like, come on, man. Um, so yeah, he got a C minus. Next person did not play in the playoffs, um, but he did play in the regular season. Uh, Will Barn, he averaged 15 points um, in the regular season, 3.7 assists, 6.3 rebounds, and 1.5 turnovers. Granted, he did not play in the playoffs because he was hurt. He, he played like bubble. he played like one quarter in the bubble. Played like one quarter, then was gone forever. <laughs> um, what would you give Will Barron though for uh, what he did uh, during the regular season? Will Barron had his best season as a Nugget, probably. I'd say I don't, I don't really, top Yeah, I don't remember his early seasons very well to be honest. But definitely his best season as a starter. Yeah, sure. definitely. Um, and I, uh, I, I was a big Will Barton hater, and he really, he really helped this team. Um, that being said, the playoffs also showed that we don't need him. We don't. Um, it would be nice to have him. <laughs> it will be nice if he comes off the bench next season, mm-hmm. which I'm expecting him to, so that'll be good. Um, I would Obviously, I'm not saying I wouldn't want him, but um, yeah, I'm going to give Will Barton, I'll give him a B. That's he, what I give him. He, um, I, and like I, Will Barton really grinded my gears, especially last season. Oh my God. Yeah. And so... <laughs> I was really down on him, and I wanted him off the team. Like the only player I hated more than him was Plumley. That didn't, and then he he became one of my favorite players. You know, he he. I really liked Will Barton this yeah. season. He was good. No, I mean he was our definitely our third option throughout the regular season. 
Um, he was more consistent than he's ever been. Um, you know, it's always Will the Thrill or just Will Barton. Mm-hmm. This time it was mainly Will with the Thrill for most of the season. He was pretty good. He was pretty consistent. That's why I give him a B because huge improvement over the last season. Like we talked about the last season, he was terrible. People booed him in Pepsi Center. They wanted him off to the team. He came back. He used that as motivation. He became, you know, good. He became a, a solid starter, like I said, a solid third option. The only reason I give him a B and not an A minus or a B plus is because I didn't see anything in the playoffs, and that's not you know to mm-hmm. him. He just got hurt. Yeah, that was like but, seven months ago when we actually like saw him play consistently. Yeah, and so. that's but that's when it matters, and that's when you want to see him playing well. Yeah. Like you, I don't care if you play well in the regular season. Good job, that's great. But I care about playoffs now. We are a playoff contending, championship contending team. Playoffs are what matter. We didn't see him there, so that's why he can only get a B in my eyes. Mm-hmm. If we just went off regular season and not considering all of that, I would say like A minus B plus. But, you know, B is pretty good for him. Yeah, I, for sure. I like him. Like you said, I think he'll be a great six man. He's going to be an expensive six man, but I think he's going to be a great six man next yeah. year. Um, and he'll be um, very good in that role um, leading the bench unit, yep. especially because he's going to have to turn into a pseudo point guard when yeah. Monte which, gets traded. Which he has experience doing. So, yeah. that'll so when be good. Monte gets traded, he's going to have to turn into that point guard of the bench which hopefully he can do. Um, and then now the last two guys, the best guys. <laughs> uh, this one's insane. So Jamal went from 18.5 points, 4.8 assists, uh, four rebounds and 2.2 turnovers and shooting 34% from three to sh- uh, 26.5 points, 6.6 assists, 4.8 <laughs> rebounds, 2.8 turnovers and shooting 45% from three. So <laughs> that is uh, insane. The most crazy jump of the team by far. Uh, what would you give Jamal? I love Jamal Murray. I'm gonna give him an A plus. Um, he didn't wasn't he has still struggled with consistency in the regular season, but you still I feel like like I I knew what we had in Jamal Murray. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he was gonna pop off the way he did in the playoffs. That was insane. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad he did. I'm giving him an A plus. I think he's a star, and he's probably a superstar. He's getting close. Yeah. Um, he plays like this the first 20 games of, ne- of the next season. No one's going to say he's not a superstar. Um, he just needs to average like twenty three, and people mm-hmm. will say he's a superstar. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. A plus. He. We obviously he without him. Yeah. He was a. He was. He was at times he was. He was the, the best. He was the team. Yeah. He was the team <laughs> he at times. He was the team against the Jazz. Um. I'm not going to say he's our best player. No. Um. Not even close. Not even close. It's still which by a ton. we will also get to, but um. Yeah, A+. Plus. I love Jamal. I'm so glad he's on this team. I love him as well. Um, if we ended it right when the season ended, let's yeah. say we never came back, I would have gave him a C+. Because <laughs> he was doing fucking awful. Yeah. Um, not that he was doing bad, but he was just doing what old Jamal was doing, mm-hmm. and he wasn't being consistent, yeah. and he was getting 18 points. And you're like, you're definitely a 20-point-per-game guy, at least. And I was like, why are you shooting your threes so poorly? Like, I like your sister up, but what what the hell's going on? Come on, you're better than this. Like we're paying you to be better than this next year. Um, and a lot of people were on his case, and they were like, "Oh, he didn't deserve the extension and shit like that." Then he gains weight during quarantine, yep. and he becomes a monster. All he needed to do was add ten more pounds, apparently, because he became a monster. Those are insane stats: twenty six point five points, six point six assists from the guy who doesn't really pass that much. That's crazy. Um, and 4.8 rebounds. Very underrated rebounder for his size. 
Uh, a plus, a hundred percent A plus. This guy is uh, he's a star. He's definitely an all star if he plays like this. Um, he's definitely can be a superstar if he plays. He has like more forty plus, fifty plus games, exactly. which I definitely see in his future. Me too. Um, but the thing is now. You got to prove it. Yeah. If you come in next season and you're not at least averaging 22 points, and that's my minimum for yeah. you, that's disappointing. Yeah. You I, better he, be averaging 22 points per game next year. People are just going to like just say that he was a fluke if he doesn't come in and show that he's here to stay. Like, yeah. I hope and think he is, but he needs to do it now. Yeah. Like, I want to see, like, consistently he's getting 20 points a game, and then every now and again he's popping off for, like, a 30 or a 40, maybe a, even a 50. Like, I, I want to see that now. I You've shown that you can do it. I want to see it in the regular season. And I want to see this team, like, trying in the regular season. I don't want to see them taking any nights off. Too. Yep, exactly. But A-plus to Jamal. We love you a lot. Yep. <laughs> um, next guy, best guy, obviously, the GOAT. <laughs> we got Jokic. So, in the regular season, he was 19.9 points. Seven assists, 9.7 uh, rebounds, 3.1 turnovers, uh, averaging 31% from three. In the playoffs, he goes to 24.4 points, 5.7 assists, 9.8 rebounds, 3.3 turnovers, and then averaging 50% from three. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you give Jokic? A+. Plus. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> He's an A+, plus all the um, way through. I think somehow the bubble made people <clears throat> underrate Jokic. I, I think, think it's because of Jamal. Just I think it's because of Jamal, and he's more flashy, but and people exactly. like seeing flashy. A lot stuff. of people were like, he became Jamal became the poster boy of our team, which is fine. But a lot of people like legitimately thought that Jamal was the best player on this team. It's not even close. Yeah, I think it, this NBA, the NBA likes to market mm-hmm. guys, and they know that it's easier to market market Jamal than yeah. big boy. Jokic. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not easy. To which is, but also on that, which is weird, is that Jokic cracked the top 15 for jersey sales in the bubble, and Jamal was not even in the top 20. But then which, again, I think that's just because, like, who's buying most of those jerseys? People in Denver. Well, so yeah. they know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, like, and Serbians, too. Yeah, it's so. true. Serbians probably helped boost his numbers. But um, I think Jokic is a top 10 player in the league. I don't think it's even. Close yeah. to a debate. I think he's closer to top five than he is to ten. Yeah. Um, he's definitely the best center now without a debate. He's the best center. The only big man bigger than better than him is Anthony Davis. And he's not uh, a center. And he's not a center. So he's, he's power forward. Yeah. He prefers he, to play power forward. That's yeah, what he always he's a power says. forward and he plays power forward on the Lakers. They always start Dwight Howard next to him. So Or McGee. Yeah. Or McGee. Um so. so yeah, he's great. He's I love him so much. He's he's lost weight. He's not a big chubby guy but he will always be my big chubby guy yeah, so he's still a big chubby guy he's never not a big chubby guy but i mean i love Jokic. he got better um his three-point shot got insanely better to go that was to, really fun to see he was making it 50 percent of the time he didn't shoot a lot in the lakers series which i told everyone and i expected it to see because anthony davis is the only guy who can guard Jokic's threes on that high pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And I said that on the podcast. I was like, he's going to have a trouble with that. So that's why he didn't shoot as many in that series. But like in the Clippers series, boy, it was draining threes. Yeah, no one on the Clippers can guard him. And in the Jazz series, he was draining threes uh, towards the end when we were making our comeback. Like, I love Nikola Jokic. One issue is his turnovers, pretty high. Like yeah. 3.3, 3.1. I would like to get that down near 2. Um, next season um, I think a lot of it's he tries to do too much of fancy stuff 
Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it too is like he rushes some stuff because he gets doubled and he was getting used to getting doubled and stuff like this. Um, so I think that's one of his issues. Another one of his issues that we saw very much in the Lakers series, he needs to be more disciplined on defense. I'm not, not saying like be a better defender. I'm saying, please don't foul. Yeah. Stop fouling. Stop fouling. <laughs> Every time you foul and you get three fouls in the second quarter, we're going to lose. Yep. We can't not have you on the court. There was someone who posted like, why is Jokic playing 28 minutes in the closeout game? It was the game five. I'm like, mm. he had three fouls in the first in the first two quarters and then he had four in the third quarter yeah. like we couldn't play him it's a uh, bummer i think he just needs to get more disciplined and not fouling athletic people that will always be his biggest issue as athletic big men that's why capella always kicked our ass it's why anthony davis is going to kick our ass but a plus for him and overall for the team a plus this was a great year yeah a plus for the team so proud of this team a plus for sure a plus um, to Malone. A, a plus to Malone, hundred percent. A plus to Conley. Yep. A plus to all of them. It's gonna be great. I love this team so much. Yep. <laughs> so excited. No one is even close to their prime. Jokic isn't even close to his prime, in my opinion. Yep. Some of those guys are close to their primes. Your primes also last longer than they used to because mm-hmm. of medicine and technology. So that's great. Um, this team has a very bright future. MPJ wasn't even good yet, and we did as good as we did. We didn't even have our third option in Will Barden playing. Mm-hmm. This team has a lot of to be happy about. Granted, there's a lot of questions this offseason. Yeah. Biggest one, Jeremy Grant. Yeah, we exactly. hope we re-sign you. We'll come back in a podcast, and we'll talk about our biggest priorities for the offseason um, what we would want to see happen in the offseason, things like that. But I think first we need to let the season end and yeah. then get a timeline for when things like, are. Yeah, we don't know when free agency is going to be or yeah. anything like that. The so. season is looking like they're leaning towards starting in January, um, but no one knows for sure. If that is the case, though, then I would assume free agency would be sometime in November um, and the draft would be like uh, also sometime in November. Um, but again, we have no clue. <laughs> but if that is the case that'll be a really quick pickup for these guys um who played a lot but uh we'll just see we'll see when it comes back we'll see what happens but overall love this team yeah love everything they did so great um great season unfortunate the way it ended but as long as we lost the best player in the world yeah can't be upset as far as i'm concerned the nuggets are the be- second best team in the nba so yeah. I would agree with that standpoint right now, especially since Doc Rivers is now not with the Clippers. They don't know their coach. He's with the Sixers now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of variables. D'Antoni's not with the Rockets anymore. Uh, Portland's only going to get worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Utah, they can get better if Donovan gets better, but who knows what goes on with their team. Dallas is a de- definitely a concern. Dallas is a concern for sure. Um, they have cap space. They have Luka. They have Porzingis. But I think overall, yeah, we are the second best team in the uh in the league yep. at this point um but obviously a lot of things can change with free agency hopefully we don't get hurt by free agency the one biggest issue is the lakers are definitely gonna get better in free agency we'll talk about it yeah um but yeah i love the season it was great and yeah we'll talk to you guys next time go nuggets